This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I do not take it for granted. I was shaking my head. I think I said, wow, a couple times. I mean, I don't know how. I couldn't see how he got out of the one late. Uh, on the other side of the field there. I mean, how did he get out of that one? I, I thought Lamar played. Lamar plays on a different level. You can't just look at passing stats. The passing stats are good, but he made some plays. He made some third down conversions. The third down was a key in this game. We played. We did a great job on offense, uh, and Lamar was really the driver of that. And then on defense, our, our defense stepped up and played well on third down too. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented as always by BetMGM. Joe G, Joe O with you on a Tuesday, Future's Day. Jason Scott, the trader for BetMGM, lead trader for BetMGM, joins us about 20 minutes. We'll talk to our guy Ian McDonald coming up next hour and Week 10 line movement across the NFL. But right now, let's dive into some certain bold matchups, some potential matchups we could do the, the winner, you know, or just the matchup itself, wherever we want to go here in this discussion. Because these could be, number one, they're fun. And two, there's pretty good odds you could get. I mean, we talked a lot during the World Series about the the Colorado better who would not hedge on his Astros over Phillies that he bet the first week of the season. Obviously, it worked out for him. Um, Now, we're not the first week of the season, Joe, but there's certainly still plenty of time left to dive in with pretty good odds on some of these matchups. I imagine if if someone had bet the Bengals-Rams, either Rams over Bengals or just Bengals versus Rams in the middle of last season – you have gotten a great number. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good call on both of those. So are we just going to avoid the elephant in the room before we dive in here? Which You're is? right after Saturday? You're right after Saturday or what? Yeah, I mean, it was game five. I know we – yeah, I mean, the, we, had, we obviously had to talk because you weren't here last Friday, I guess it was. Um, game five was the one – like, I thought they lost the World Series in game five. I thought the Phillies lost that, that game at home where they had chances after chances to score. Verlander wasn't very good anyway in that game, and they blew it. And I, I just didn't give them much chance to go win two in Houston. So did it hurt when they were up yeah. one nothing and, and Alvarez is the home run? Yeah, but I kind of resigned myself after five. I still thought – I was holding on to hope that I thought they were going to win game six, then you get to game seven, it's a coin flip, who knows. And Suarez right. got to them last time. But brutal. I did not, I did not think they were going to lose three straight. I'll say that. Three straight to them. Well, after the the explosion of runs against McCullers, they hit less than 100 the rest of the series. They just stopped hitting. And at one point, remember, we talked about it that morning, the Astros were plus 130 in the, to win the World Series at one point. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's when you jump in on the other side, but whatever. It was a fu- It was a fun run. It was a fun run. Now I'm out on the Phillies. I'm going to fade them to the moon next year, just so you know. Well, that's, I mean, that, that's fine. Um, we'll see what happens. Bryce Harper might need elbow surgery, the big offseason it comes. So it's oh, crazy. Oh, no. 
The go. baseball stuff starts this week. I like. I'm. I'm not ready for the off season, right? We just finished the season. It's, it all starts. No, now. like we're supposed to transition to the NBA and college basketball started yesterday. It's like no. Nope. I know. Here, here's baseball winter meetings time. Oh yeah, it is like almost the middle of November. All right. Yep. Uh, what was your approach on Super Bowl matchups? I don't. I'm not locked in on one team in either conference, and that's when I like to dive in because once I have a strong opinion of it on a team, and I was kicking myself. Well, I brought it to baseball as I was kicking myself because I didn't do that with Philadelphia. I was in on them, and I should have matched them up with some of the, the top teams over in the American League side, and I failed to do so. That veteran Colorado did so, found a bad number, and made an absolute killing. Good on Ben MGM, by the way, that they uh, kept that ticket alive. They could have squashed that and be like, bad number, dude. Sorry. We made a mistake. Mistake on our end. Um, but they didn't, and they took the publicity. So good on them, good on the better. Did, did you look to match up certain teams? Were you sold on a team in either conference, and then you started to match up? Did you take winner versus loser? What was your approach? So I was looking at the matchups, and I was trying to pair the Eagles with a couple different teams in the AFC. But then I also yep. wanted to try to find a longer shot. To, and, and my longer shot is the Niners. I, I like their, the idea of them. If the Eagles don't make it, I think it's the 49ers. So I was trying to look at them. You get some pretty good numbers on the Niners against AFC teams. Yeah. That's, where the, right, that, I, that's where I found the best numbers. I, I did the same thing. I, I can show you my sheet. I wrote NFC, Philly, San Francisco. And then on the other side of the page, I was coming up with uh, the, some AFC teams that I could see taking down Chiefs' bills, right? I mean, that, that's what I ended up doing. So, yeah, we, it sounds like we had the same approach. Which, yep. which matchups did you land, land on with the Super Bowl? All right. The, the one I think has the best value out on the board right now is 49ers-Ravens. I thought about that last night after the injury to Allen, what the Ravens are doing, right, the schedule they have to come. We talked about their chances to maybe be the one seed. I think if there's one team that matches really well with the Eagles and like could give them a lot of problems, it's the 49ers. And maybe the Eagles avoid them. And the Niners could get knocked out before they see the Eagles. And then I think the Eagles will maybe, I'm not going to say walk to the Super Bowl, but I think they'll get there. So it could get blown up. But at 40-1, to 1, Ravens-Niners is a pretty good number this far into the season. Okay, I think, uh, I think there's a betting lesson, at least with the numbers that we have here in BetMGM. So if you do a matchup, Ravens, Niners, winner doesn't matter. It's 40 to 1. If you split your bet and do one Baltimore over San Francisco and one San Francisco over Baltimore, you would make more money. Because what are those what are those numbers? It's not 80 to 1 for both of those. Now Baltimore over San Francisco is 80 to 1, but San Francisco over Baltimore is 100 to 1. Wow. So you yeah, get a little them. bit more value, split your bet, and then you, you bet each exact outcome, right? I like you know, that. You're in a winning situation. Yeah, so you get a little bit more value there. So I thought that was interesting. I did want to check that with, with the teams that I uh, matched up. And um, San Francisco-Baltimore was one of them. It was one of the ones that I, I took a look at as well. So you think that had the best number that you saw? Of, of the ones I, I thought about – the Eagles and the Dolphins as a match. Yeah. But the Dolphins defense, you mentioned earlier, it's really bad. They can't stop anybody. I think they would struggle to get through the entire postseason, right? If they had to take on the Ravens, if they had to take on the, 
the uh, Chiefs. It's a lot of a lot of shootouts they'd have to win. So I I I, I thought about that one though. I think that's kind of interesting. The Dolphins so you Eagles. had you had a repeat of uh, of a Super Bowl. That was the one the power went out, right? Was that when Baltimore yeah New Orleans? Went? Yeah. Yep. Thirty-four, thirty-one, and I'm gonna throw one out of uh, a repeat of yesteryear. Now we've got to go back to our youth. We've got to go to the '80s. A couple of different times. San Francisco Patriots Bears. <laughs> San Francisco. Get out of here. San Francisco Cincinnati. How about that? We saw oh, the that, John uh, Candy Super Bowl. Yeah. We saw January '82. We saw January '89. '89, the one with. Uh, 88 season, the one of Joe Robbie. So, I mean, Cincinnati's a team that I find I find a lot of value in. And uh, what was that offensive metric that you found over the last month? Last the Bengals? four weeks, yeah, last four weeks, uh, even including the, the the Browns game where they stunk. Number one offense in EPA uh, per play is is the Bengals. Best offense league last month. So, I matched the Bengals up with I, I mentioned Philly and San Francisco. On on the NFC side, so if you go Cincinnati Philly, it's fifty to one. If you go Cincinnati San Francisco, whichever winner, it's a hundred to one, hundred to one. Now, geez, San Fr- Let's see, all the ones with San Francisco that I took a look at, Eagles over the Bengals is a hundred to one. Niners over the Bengals is two hundred to one, and. Bengals, Bengals over the Eagles is eighty. Bengals over the Niners is one hundred and fifty to one. Wow, it's tough. It's tough to get back to the Super Bowl, obviously, in back-to-back seasons. I view them as one of the more balanced teams, meaning offensively and defensively. Joe Mixon was a question, but man, did he get back on track? That w- that was a bad beat by you, by the way. I was looking at the at the five picks that everybody gave on Friday, and you had Burrow, Burrow. over one and a half passing touchdowns. Like they lit their ass up. It was thirty-five nothing at halftime, and Burrow didn't get to two passing touchdowns in the game. That's just a bad he beat. He just all set up at the goal line for for Mixon. Oh, so he got two Burrow's... touchdowns total. <laughs> what is he doing running one in? Joe Burrow, don't you dare run for a touchdown when I bet on you to throw for touchdowns. What are you doing, man? He yeah, killed him. It was the right spot. Like you're like they're gonna score. Burrow's gonna have a good day, and they're go moving up and down the field all first half, and you don't get two touchdown passes. Oh, one of the props I thought about. I, I switched it though. I, I wrote down last week because I thought it was a great spot, and they always bounce back. The Bengals under Burrow, they struggle, then they bounce back. So I wrote down team total over twenty seven and a half, and I was like, ah, I'll just go with Burrow. And then they score a million points. He doesn't throw two touchdowns. It's just terrible. Team total hit in the first half. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, I mean, a, a strong offense, strong defense, top 10 in both as far as I'm concerned. And they, they gained a lot of experience last year. The offensive line will continue to improve. It's going to be tough to win that division because of the Ravens' soft schedule the rest of the way. But that's okay. If they get a wild card spot, can they still – make some sort of a run yes at the moment they are on the outside looking in with a five and four record which team would or could fall those four division winners probably not we're gonna see buffalo kc baltimore tennessee still in it i think the jets will be the six and the seven are miami and the la chargers don't we see the Chargers falling out of the playoffs yeah i do uh i just don't 
They're not very good. Uh, and they have a tough game this week on the road against the Niners. Let me throw this to you, and then we'll see what Paul has with some some matchups. Because uh, I think he wants to bring the Jaguars into the conversation. Or he was kidding, I'm not sure. So Why, of course. Joe, why, you, why, why go off brand for a minute? <laughs> you've said something a lot this year. And let, let's go off of your thought. You've said this might be a defense and run in the football season. Defense yeah. might matter more now than it has in years past. So just blindly, should we look at matchups that include top five defenses? Should we should we give some love to the defense? Sure. Okay. Sure. So here, so, so after that we you say different... that, my my first reaction was, oh, if if that's true in the playoffs, that's going to look bad because Mixon does not look good. Oh, you're right. So yeah. here are the top five teams. You want to use yards per play allowed, or you want to use DVOA? Which one you want to use? It's a fun exercise either way. DVOA. Okay. Top five defenses in DVOA. Number one, Dallas. Neither of us picked out a Cowboys matchup. Cowboys Chiefs is 25 to 1. Cowboys Bills 14 to 1. Cowboys Ravens 50 to 1. Okay, so there, yep. the, there are the Dallas matchups versus our three contenders, top contenders in the AFC. Okay. Let's eliminate let's eliminate Denver. They're number two in DVOA. I don't think it's gonna matter. They're not gonna make the playoffs. Eagles, we already talk about. Buffalo, we already talked about. Number five, my Patriots. Uh, Is it worth looking at the Patriots? To go to the Super Bowl? How do you think they match up against the top teams? That's what you have to ask yourself. If they run it, you're going to have to take down either Buffalo or Kansas City. How do they match up in those spots? I think they could beat Buffalo in a game. I'm not sure they could beat all these teams, right? They go on a run and beat them all. They know Buffalo. But if you're yeah. if you're interested, Patriots Eagles eighty to one. Okay. Patriots Niners one fifty to one. So those are probably the two best ways to do it. What's What's New England Dallas? I'll find that. Paul, you have, uh, New England Dallas is 200 to 1. Okay. Paul, you got so a Jack's thought? I, I, I do, but I did key in Dallas. I went Dallas and Ravens both ways 80 to 1 and 90 to 1. Uh, Cowboys over Ravens, Ravens over Cowboys. If you wanted, now that Philly Philly has died, if you wanted to <laughs> revamp it with another Philly Philly, you could do Eagles over Jaguars at 400 to 1. Now, you basically got to get five more wins out of the Jags to possibly – they get the Titans three times in the last four weeks. So, like, if they, they got to get in the division – sorry, they get them twice in the last five weeks. Yeah, they have both their matchups, okay. and they have the Texans in there. So they'd have to race them to the finish and, you know, beat them out, win the head-to-head tiebreak in a weak division. It's obviously a long shot, but you could look at that. And then one other one I did, even though we just talked about – the Seahawks peaking, if they can yeah. sneak in. I, I tried to basically go with a blue chip on one side and some long shots on the other side, and that's kind of how I was yeah. looking at it. But if you go Chiefs over Seahawks, that's 100 to 1. Like if someone from the NFC can just kind of sneak through, and then again, and I was kind of going away from the Bills. Just kind of look at the Ravens and the Chiefs on the one side and then middle of the pack um, for you know Cowboys, Ravens, or you go blue chip long shot. 
Or Philly Philly. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting none of us brought up the Vikings, who just continue to win, nope. but, like, I don't care. I, I just – I'm not moved. I'm not moved. I know I, that Cousins thing. I dance with something. <laughs> I, I do have a Vikings angle that I want to revisit later in the show for a, for a different season-long prop. We'll do that, and we'll talk to Jason Scott for BetMGM next, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.